0: And nine minutes past two it is the one two three show James Ross in for Noreen uh, for one day only and uh, we're going to talk about the book fair which has started today at the convention center it's off and running if that's your thing um, this might be for you uh, we're going to talk now to Mia Debnam, who is a children's author based here in Hong Kong currently working on a novel for teenagers which is based on a Japanese fairy tale uh, previously she was editor-in-chief of two daily children's newspapers as well as the children's book editor for an independent publisher. Over the years, she's written travel guide books for kids four picture books and several fiction and non-fiction books. Well, our intern Kyle Tse, uh spoke with Mio and started by asking her how long she's been writing for.
1: I think I've been a writer since I was a, a little kid, actually. Um, <laughs> but I only started getting published when um, I was an adult. And I joined the Hong Kong Writers' Circle, and I got my first short story published there, and I sort of went from there. I never really thought of it as a career before that.
2: Wow. So what did you do before you became a writer?
1: Well, I did a science degree, so I was hoping that I would go into science. But um, when I came back to Hong Kong from London, uh, the science, um, science was a bit nascent because uh, I did genetic engineering and that didn't really, jobs in that kind of field didn't really exist in those days. So I went into um, the money markets. So I was in finance for about a decade, wow, so but you, I was writing all throughout.
2: <laughs> so you really kind of experimented and went into a lot of different fields then, right?
1: I did. I did.
2: So at what point did you realize that you wanted to focus on children's writing, of all things?
1: Um, well, I um, I started off, as I said, uh, writing for for adults, um, and I was writing short stories and getting published in various literary journals, which was exciting. But uh, my writing for adults was always a bit dark, you know, exploring the underbelly of the human psyche, kind of thing. Um, but when I first gave first when I gave birth to my first child, I tried my hand at writing children's literature and it made me remember the magic of falling into a story and the excitement of discovering really interesting facts uh, in a nonfiction book. Um, So that's really when I started uh, writing seriously for for children. I still wasn't doing it as a career then, I was still in the financial markets, but um, when when I became, pregnant with my second uh, child, my son, I decided to retrain as an editor, um, and I was writing on the side as as well as um, working as an editor, and that's really when my career, if you like, uh, took off as a writer.
2: Oh, that's really sweet. So you were largely inspired by your kids, right?
1: I guess you can say that.
2: Then where do you draw inspiration for a lot of your writings and works these days?
1: well i I draw, I draw inspiration from everywhere actually from newspapers from things I hear, things i see um and I often find inspiration in my own life, for example um my kids were always fascinated with things that, you know, make them go, ugh, and shudder. And my son was particularly interested in facts about bugs and poo, um, which was why, when, when I was um, asked to pitch an idea for a non-fiction book, I pitched um, the, the book called Yuck, Disgusting Things That Are Surprisingly Useful, which was published by Collins UK earlier this year. Um, and i I also draw inspiration from real life of my fiction too, so my in next January, Collins will publish a book called "My Name is Mia," which is the most personal book I've written to date because it draws on my Japanese culture, my childhood experiences, and touches on issues like um, Alzheimer's, which has sadly touched my life as it has so many others
2: Wow, that sounds really interesting, but also quite heavy for a children's book how do you sort of package that and uh, sort of deliver it to these children
1: you know I try not to make it too heavy because um, I'm, I'm very conscious about uh, children's books needing to have hope um, and it, it's, there's actually quite a few funny bits as well and this book is a little bit different because it, it's got a lot of text but, but it's also got some graphic novel elements So it's told partly through Mia's diaries, which she draws as like in graphic novel style. So it's got a lot of light bits as well. And it just sort of, you know, I think a, a lot of readers will recognize the situations that she goes through with her friendship group and with things happening at home. But hopefully it won't be too depressing and it will leave them with a feeling of hope when they finish.
2: Oh, well, I'm actually pretty interested in reading that. And uh, you said that it comes out next year?
1: My my editor told me it will be published in January. So um, I'm looking
2: forward to seeing it too. Definitely going to keep my eye out for that one. (laughs) Thank you. Do you have any advice for aspiring writers?
1: Um, Yes, I do. My biggest piece of advice is before you do anything, do lots of reading. I see so many writers, both kids and adults, um, and it's not to say you can't write something brilliant if if you're not well read. But a lot of people, especially if they're writing for children, a lot of adults, if they're writing for children, they come and they write really heavy didactic text because mainly because they haven't read anything um, written for children since they were a child themselves and they've forgotten what you know interests children uh, what catches their attention so expose I, I advise people to expose themselves to all sorts of books all sorts of themes styles, topics because reading books which have been well written teaches you uh, so much about story structure plot character development, as well as the rhythms and cadence of language and voice, then um, when you do start to write, write what interests you, because your passion will show in your writing. And especially if you're writing for children's books, don't write to teach them something. (laughs) If that is the primary concern, it's not going to be a good book, I think. Um, I think um, children are very clever. They, They can get inferences from seeing what the characters experience so you don't need to sort of say you know you don't have to be too didactic um, in what you write and um, my last piece of advice is don't expect to write something perfect the very first time um, because writing requires a lot of thought hard work and editing and a lot of time with your bum in seat Um, but don't give up because whilst it might take a time a while to write something really good. It's fun to practice, and it's so exciting when you succeed and you, you manage to write something that really captures the, the attention of your readers.
2: Wow. Um, that was a lot to take in, but I definitely <laughs> agree. Uh, I feel like a lot of the time people don't give children enough credit for how smart they are or how perceptive they are and responsive to... Uh, what they you know experience so i I definitely think that um, it's a very interesting approach
1: yes i th- i think um we were we were talking earlier about what makes a good children 's writing and i I think what makes a good children 's writing is what makes any writing good and and you're right people think that uh, kids aren't discerning. And the the opposite is true. Kids are very discerning. And also because they have very short attention spans, you actually have to hook them into the story or a nonfiction narrative from the very start and keep their attention with great writing. So I think it's really important that, you know, you don't think of children's writing as being um, second-class writing because it's not. It's actually... Quite difficult, especially to write something very short um, in a picture book. It's like poetry; every single word has to count for something. Whereas if you're writing, you know, if you're if you're writing an adult novel, you can have a couple of dull paragraphs and hardly anyone notices. But you really can't get away with that with children's books. And I think good children's writing has to ring true. It has to talk to kids, but not talk down to them.
2: Mm, Yeah, I I definitely agree on that note. So to wrap up, you will be speaking at the upcoming Hong Kong Book Fair, right?
1: Yes, that's correct.
2: And what will you be talking about there?
1: Okay, well, I will be talking about the process of how a picture book is made. Um, I'll be talking a little bit about my journey as a writer as well. And then because I've also worked in a publishing house as an editor, I, I've seen how books are made from all different aspects. So I'll be talking about um, picture books from how, how they're written, illustrated, edited and designed um, to the fi- and printed to, so that you get the final product. And then um, hopefully there'll be time for me to read a picture book I had published a few years ago, which is always fun. I'm hoping that there'll be plenty of kids in the audience it's supposed to be for for kids this session um so i'm hoping there'll be quite a few there
2: uh, which book do you have planned for you to read
1: um it's called jifu's Tw- twist of uh, luck it's a, it's a picture book which is set in the beijing olympics actually
2: oh wow well i'm sure that there are plenty of children out there who would definitely love to hear you read that out All you listeners are in for a treat, because Mio has decided to share with us the first few pages of her book, Jifu's Twist of Luck.
1: Jifu the tiger lived in a lush jungle on the mountains of southern China with his mother, Mamu. Each day, as the sun rose above the misty peaks, Mamu roared a joyous welcome. But unlike his mother, who loved to make the leaves shiver with her thunderous roars, Jifu preferred to lie quietly and dream about adventure. One morning, as the early spring sunshine danced on the ground, he spotted some animals he'd only ever heard about before. They ran along the path on two legs, and their fur was shiny and brightly colored. Jifu remembered Mamu's warning. Beware of humans, she'd growled. But the smell had of adventure was too strong, so he silently padded after them, melting into the shadows. The two-legged ones led Jifu up a hill to the edge of the trees. His heart pounded with excitement as he crept out of the jungle to see what lay beyond. The valley below was buzzing with hundreds of humans. Jifu shook his head and blinked in amazement, then he lay down and watched. Until darkness fell.
2: Where will Jifu's journey take him? For listeners who want to hear the rest of the tale or learn more about how picture books are made, simply go to Mio's seminar at the upcoming Hong Kong Book Fair. She will be speaking from 6 to 7.30 p.m. on Friday, the 22nd of July.
0: So the book that Mia Devlin was uh, reading from was Jifu's Twist of Luck, and she was talking to our intern, Kyle T. Kyle is with me here in the studio. Uh, Kyle, nice little interview that. She's very interesting, isn't she? Yeah, she was great. Mm, absolutely. Now, um, this is only the second interview I think you've done for Radio Three, so uh, so well done on that front. Tell us about yourself. You're you're studying
2: at HKU, right? Yeah, I'm uh, third year, going to my third year at the University of Hong Kong. I'm mm-hmm. majoring in journalism and political science. Wow. Well, you'll be able to tell us how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> are you enjoying your time at Radio 3? Oh, definitely. Everyone here is so uh, nice and warm to talk to. So it's definitely been a very fruitful experience, especially compared to uh, what some of my other friends are saying. Excellent. You've been working with Noreen and with Allison as well, right? You're doing an interview last, well, last
0: week with Allison. What were you?
2: Who were you talking to? Uh, I actually went out and interviewed Timothy Sun, the saxophone player. Mm. He's doing a debut, uh, solo debut for his concert and album. So uh, I went to speak with him and some of his guest composers and. Uh, it was a bit, actually, uh, nerve-wracking for me. <laughs> Your
0: first interview. Well, I'm sure it was. Sure, it went, went, went well. Well, look, thanks very much for um, talking to Mia Debnham for us and uh, finding out a bit more about uh, the books that she writes. And uh, that session at the Hong Kong Book Fair is this coming Friday at 6 o'clock, if anyone wants to go down and uh, find out how a picture book is made. Baby.